from analog. Hi, Jim. You have a great signal up here. You're five, nine plus. Digital. We are everywhere you want to be. This is the CQ Blind Hams Podcast. G'day folks, this is Damo VK4FDPM in Brisbane, Australia, today with a demonstration of network radio. Now, some of you, if you are a regular listener to my program on Mushroom FM, you will have already heard a cut down version of this demonstration, so you can feel free to hit the next button if you like. Otherwise, I hope you'll uh, stick around for the next few minutes. So what I'm going to do today, we're going to start off and just talk about what network radio is, and uh, just as importantly, what it isn't. We'll talk about different hardware options, We'll also talk about some different software platforms and how you might use them. And I'll try and give you a little bit of a demonstration as well. So let's start off with what it is. As the name suggests, network radio is a form of radio that requires network connectivity as its primary means of communication. So that might be 4G through the cellular network, or it might be your home Wi-Fi connection. So what that in effect means is that most of these network radio type devices, all of the ones I've seen anyway, run the Android operating system. So they function very similarly to an Android-based phone. Now, network radio has been around for a while in a in a commercial form and a lot of companies do use it uh, as a replacement for the old uh, two-way radio type setups that uh, people used to use mostly because it means they can have depots interconnected across countries or even around the world and uh, as long as you've got some sort of uh, internet connectivity you're going to be able to talk uh, you know as though the person was in the next room so the, the audio on these things is extremely clear. So having established that that's what it is, obviously we can deduce that some of the things that it, it isn't, um, it's not good for disaster type communication where you might have weather events that have taken out the network. And it's also not going to be particularly useful if you're traveling hundreds of miles from civilization and wanting to be able to talk to people. So it's not a replacement for HF. It's not a replacement for, uh, you know, simplex on VHF or UHF. But it's not really trying to be. Now, because it does require internet connectivity, I have had some purists say that's not real radio. I'm not going to get into that argument. My view is that there are many different branches to the amateur radio hobby, and this is just one of them, and it does have its place. So why might you look at this as an option? Well, for me, I travel a lot for work. So when I travel, I have a backpack full of braille displays, magnifiers, my own laptop, uh, a number of other different bits and pieces, dog food for my seeing eye dog, all of that kind of thing. So if I am going to take a radio with me on a work trip, it's got to be small and light. Now, I have traveled before with my GD77, running the accessible GD77 firmware, a Raspberry Pi based hotspot and a power bank, but that's still a, a fair amount of paraphernalia when you're trying to sort of travel light and economize on space. Whereas if I'm using my network radio, I, well, that's all I have is my RT4. Um, it has uh, a SIM card in it. It's actually a dual SIM device and it uses a micro USB type charger. And I've generally got one of those in my bag anyway. So it means I can travel extremely light and still have the ability to communicate around the world. And that also is sort of important for me because I don't know about you but I find when I'm in a motel room I don't tend to sleep terribly well so I'm often wide awake at two in the morning and uh, so it's nice just to be able to have a chat with someone have a bit of a listen around that type of thing um, you know until I'm able to sleep so it's good to be able to take it with me in that environment I also my partner and I have a caravan and um, 
you know, I would like to be able to take a squid pole and my IC706 and a whole bunch of stuff with me, but sometimes that's not practical either. And uh, whereas with my network radio, if it's a wet afternoon and we can't go to the beach or whatever, I can sit there and uh, have a bit of a chat with uh, some other people with good quality audio and uh, without taking up a lot of space in the caravan. So for my application, it works well. Uh, if you're in an environment where you can't put antennas up because you're in rented accommodation or you're in an apartment complex or something like that where you've got some limitations there, it might work well for you. Or if you're, you know, frequently in perhaps in and out of hospital or something like that and you, you want to still be able to use a radio, then something like this might be uh, a good solution to explore. Now, there are a number of different types of hardware with this, um, but having said that, you don't actually need any hardware at all. If you want, you can just use your iPhone if you've got one, or you can use your laptop and use the desktop versions of Zello or TeamSpeak, which are the main sort of platforms that I'm going to talk about today. So you can sort of dip your toe in the water without uh, investing in any hardware at all. But if you're like me and you just like the feel of having a radio in your hand, you like that sort of PTT type arrangement, and you don't necessarily want uh, radio notifications from your different channels tying up your iPhone, then you may want to invest in some network radio hardware. There's a few different types of devices. The one I have is called a Radio Tone RT4, and it, for all intents and purposes, looks like any other handheld. So it has a PTT type control on the left hand side above and below that are two programmable buttons which you can set up to launch different apps and those types of things or to get you quickly to your home screen there's on the top of the unit there is a small uh, stubby antenna about uh, maybe two centimeters three centimeters long what's that about an inch in the uh, the uh, imperial measurement and that's used I think predominantly for GPS and I think it may also assist with the 4G reception and there's also a volume uh, button on the top which uh, is a click style uh, dial on the right hand side is a cover which is uh, secured with a slotted screw and that so if you take that off, you can connect a Motorola type speaker mic, fist mic type setup. On the bottom, there is a little grommet which covers the micro USB port, which is used for charging and or headphones if you've got the right adapter. I don't, by the way, so I'm going to have to improvise a little bit here in terms of providing you an audio demo, but we'll uh, do our best. On the front of the radio, we've got a speaker grill, and to the right of that is a little front-facing camera, because remember, this is an Android device, so you could potentially use you know WhatsApp and do video calls and things with it if that was you, something you wanted to do. Below that we have a touch screen uh, which you can use to drive the device although you don't have to. And then below that is the keypad which consists of a standard telephone keypad with a dot on the five. Above that, so above the two, we have sort of a navy type control which is a square up, down, left and right with a select button in the middle. And on either side of the navy button is uh, two programmable buttons which again you can use for different things the top left one for example if you double tap that brings up your recent apps screen the top right one is the back button and the bottom right of those four is the um, screen lock slash power button and that's essentially it in terms of buttons you've got a belt clip on the back you've got a removable battery and uh, you can drop this into a desktop type charger as well and there is also a rear camera for use with the Android camera application. This one's quite a chunky little radio. People, I haven't actually seen a commercial Motorola handheld, but people tell me it looks, for, it feels very similar to that. So it's certainly quite a robust little thing. The battery life on it is phenomenal. I get about 96 hours out of a, out of a charge. 
which is uh, is very good, especially when you're traveling. You, you know, I can get a, a good couple of days of use out of this thing. Now, there are other options. Enrico make a couple of different options. The most common one, or the one that I'm most familiar with, is a thing called the T320, which is similar, I think, to the Radio Tone RT4 in terms of layout and specs and things. It's a bit smaller, I believe. There's also an S200, and there's a screenless version uh, called the T199. Now, I will talk briefly about that because I know some people who have bought the T199 as blind hams because of the fact that it is screenless and you just fire it up and go. And that's great. Basically, you turn it on. It's got a rotary channel selector with, I think, 16 positions. So you can set it to automatically start Zello, for example, and the channel selector will select between 16 different pre-configured channels. Sounds great. And it does provide speech feedback. So when you turn the channel selector, it, it, it gives you um, some spoken output to tell you what channel you've selected. The trouble with it is that because it's screenless, you can't run TalkBack, which is the built-in Android screen reader. And what that means is that in order to program it, in the first instance, to get Zello up and running, to get it signed in, to configure your channels, you need to connect it to a computer and use an app like Total Control, which is sort of a remote control app for Android. And Total Control isn't screen reader accessible as far as I can tell. So you would need quite a bit of sighted assistance to get uh, a T199 up and running. Once you have, and if you don't plan on adding or changing your channel configuration very often and you just want to fire it up and use it, it's probably a good option. But you are going to need a bit more sighted help to uh, to get it started. Whereas something like a an RT4 or an Enrico T320, you can install TalkBack on it. You will need some sighted help to get the Android accessibility suite going because it doesn't come with it as standard. But once you've done that, you can configure it yourself. You can add and delete apps. You can add and remove channels, all of those sorts of things in, you know, in Zello. You can install TeamSpeak and sign into that. Because it has the numeric keypad, you can do sort of T9 um, text entry for entering usernames and passwords. So once you've got that accessibility suite going, you can basically configure it however you want and you can change your configurations on the fly. And if you're a bit of a tinkerer like me, then that is sort of much more appealing than the, the limitations of the T199 where you'd have to get someone to add a new channel for you each time. So just a couple of options to think about. Now, there are also some desktop models um, that I think both Enrico and Radio Tone make. I think the Radio Tone one is called the RT5. So they are a bit like, you know, the sort of desktop or mobile radio that you would have in your car. You can uh, put a, a battery in them. You can run them off a mains power supply or a 12 volt supply in the car. They tend to have a much bigger screen and obviously a bigger speaker, but they're a little bit less portable. I do know a guy who carries one around in his backpack with a with a, um, a fist mic and that kind of thing. But for my application, I'd much rather have something I can clip on my belt and leave my backpack free for all the other bits and pieces I have to carry for work. But it's, it's horses for courses. I know a couple of guys who are truck drivers who have the mobile rigs in their vehicle and um, they even have them Bluetooth to their car audio system and all that sort of stuff. So horses for courses. So that gives you a little bit of an idea of the different hardware options that are out there. I'm not really going to talk costs because for me to get stuff shipped here in Oz is quite a bit more expensive anyway than it might be in the US or the UK. So there's probably no real point in, in talking costs, but um, a good sort of Google search should reveal something like the Radio Tone RT4, the Enrico T320 or the Enrico S200. There may be others. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure of all of the other models that are out there. So that gives you a little bit of an overview of the hardware and um, the, the sort of the the, the, the pros and cons, I guess, for this type of platform.
So let's now talk a little bit about software. And as I said, these things are an Android device. So you can run pretty much anything. You can run Echo Link. You can run Peanut. I have done both of those. You can run TeamSpeak. You can run Zello. And you can even do DV Switch if that's what you want to do. I don't have any experience with DV Switch. I know it can be done, but that's as far as my knowledge goes. So I'm not going to spend much time on that. I, with this platform, predominantly use Zello. And that's sort of, I guess, going to be the main focus of what I'm going to talk about today. But I have also, as I said, used TeamSpeak successfully and Echolink and Peanut, and they all work quite well. So, you know, feel free to experiment around. And you can have multiple uh, applications running as well. The only thing you do have to be aware of is that if you have Zello installed, there is a setting buried deep in the menus, which is called Process PTT button in background when possible. If you're going to use other apps in addition to Zello, you want to turn that off. Otherwise, what will happen every time you hit the PTT, Zello will come to the front and it'll even launch Zello if it's not already running. So that gets a bit annoying and a bit intrusive. So if you want to be able to use multiple apps, turn that setting off and then your PTT will only work in Zello when you've got Zello active, if that makes sense. If you have trouble with that, feel free to contact me and uh, I will try and step you through the exact steps. So lots of options. Let's let's talk a little bit about Zello though. So there are a couple of different platforms or, or channel groupings, if you like, on Zello. The main one that I use is operated by networkradios.gq. That's networkradios.golfquebec if you want to have a look at the website. And there's lots of useful information there. They they explain what the channels are used for, all of that type of thing. They give you some different uh, details on different radios. Uh, so there's some useful information up there. Now they have, I think it's eight channels. So there's zero through six, and then there's a special events channel as well. Now, with the exception of channel six, these are all moderated channels. Okay. And the, the reason for that, I think, is partly because you don't actually need an amateur radio license to use these. If you don't use your amateur call sign, you can request a, a network radios call sign from the uh, channel moderators, and that'll be in the form NR and then a three or four digit number. Now, because I've got a seven letter call sign, because I'm only a foundation license holder here in Oz, and that tends to confuse people, uh, I, I have requested, I have applied for an NR call sign, which I do use on that platform. So you may hear me operating as NR November Romeo 935 or VK4 FDPM. If whether or not you have an amateur call sign, you are expected to observe amateur radio protocols and etiquette. And if you don't, they pretty much block you from the channel. Their slogan is play somewhere, play nice or play somewhere else. And that's fair enough. What it does mean is that you don't get some of the rubbish that you tend to find on citizens band radio, certainly here in Australia. You know, you'll hear people button pushing, playing music over the channels, um, foul language, all of that sort of stuff. That kind of thing, I've never heard that on any of the network radio channels. And as far as I understand, if anyone does indulge in that sort of behavior, they just block them. So as I said, you, you are expected to behave as you would if you're an amateur, but you don't have to have an amateur license. Now, this might be of interest to some of you if you're thinking of getting your license, you're st sort of still studying for it. You just want to get a little bit of practice in using the right protocols and processes and chatting to a friendly bunch of people who are not going to bite your head off if you get it wrong. It's, it's probably a good way to sort of get used to that and get over it some initial mic shyness and that type of thing. Most of the people that I've spoken to on this particular platform are, are amateur operators and uh, they're a really friendly bunch. And uh, I sort of join in a couple of regular nets each day on, um, there's one on um, network radios channel zero zero. 
and that's it's not a formal net but um we all just have a bit of a chat as people are sort of having their breakfast in the uk and you know i'm on my way home from work here in oz there is also a formal uh, net called the breakfast club net on network radio's channel three that's on at 8 30 a.m uk time now i You'll have to do your own conversions depending on where in the world you are, but 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. UK time every day. And then on a Tuesday, also after that net on Channel 3, there is a thing called the Space Briefing for 15 minutes where Mike6HOU, Ray Holton, uh, collates a whole bunch of articles on space exploration and launches and those sorts of things and uh, reads that out. And you can also subscribe to his email list and have all the video links and things and all the links to the articles emailed to you as well. So if you're into space, exploration you might enjoy the uh, Tuesday space briefing it's on a sort of around about dinner time for me on a Tuesday night so I always enjoy having a listen to that now the format for these channels is uh, if, if you're wanting to add a channel in Zello you can add by name and you can type in network with a capital N space radios with a capital R space capital C capital H space and then 01 or 02 or 03 and so on once you've added the channel if you keep the channel active the moderators will add you or you can call a moderator and ask them to add you and that way that gives you talk status otherwise you you're limited to to listening so that's that's the the network radios platform and as i said you can get lots of information from networkradios.gq and you can check out the exact syntax for the channel naming conventions and that type of thing so that's one option Another option is the International Radio Network, or IRN, and IRN uses a combination of Zello and TeamSpeak on the sort of network radio platforms. They do require you to register with them, and you do have to have an amateur radio license to use their channels, and the reason for that is that they do cross-link them to All-Star and DMR and a whole bunch of other modes. So you do have to register with the IRN, and they have... They've got a couple of channels. There's the International Radio Network channel and the Ham Radio Hub channel on Zello. And then there's loads and loads of channels on TeamSpeak 3. I haven't played with TeamSpeak a lot. I've kind of logged into it, used it, had a bit of a listen. But uh, I, I tend to gravitate more towards Zello for no particular reason other than I guess that's just where I started and I've made some friends on that platform. So that's what I like to use. But um, you can, again, you can do a quick Google search for International Radio Network and you can register with them. They are very quick at getting back to you and then you can join their, their various channels and have a listen around. There probably are others, but they're the main ones that I use. Uh, and then, as I said, you can also mess around with Peanut as, as well. You can use Echolink and, and all of that works just as it would on any other Android device. Okay, so uh, fairly fairly straightforward. And if you've used uh, any of these things on your Android phone, uh, then the interface will be exactly the same. Uh, what I might do now is give you a quick demonstration of the RT4 uh, and just a couple of sort of um, navigation techniques for Zello. So what I'm going to do is I'll unlock the device by um, pressing the power button briefly. Device unlocked. 1303. Zello, network radios, 104. Okay, so I'm at the main screen of Zello, and there's a couple of different statuses you can set here, and it's probably worth talking about them a little bit. So if you're in available status, you will hear all the traffic on every channel. And if you monitor several channels, as I do, it can get a little bit confusing. So I use an option called Solo. So if you go into the top left of the screen, there's a More Options button. If you go into Status and set your status to Solo, what that means is that if you have the main Zello screen in focus, you will hear any channel that activates. However, if you go 
in and select a channel and you have that only that channel on screen, you will only hear traffic from that channel. So that way, if you get involved in a conversation, you won't hear, you won't be interrupted by traffic from other channels. So I find that for me, because I can't see sort of where the, the, the traffic's coming from or which channel is fired up, that tends to be the, the easiest way for me to operate it. Now, normally with Zello, the first thing I do when I turn it on is I look for the channels tab and I activate that. So you have three tabs. You have recents, you have contacts, which is where you can put individual contacts in if you want to just talk on a sort of a one-to-one -one basis. And then there's the channels tab. So I normally go straight to the, the channels tab and drive it from there. Now I'm already on channels. And so now I can just use the up and down the Navi controller on the radio. Selected. So that's which is the Bayside District Amateur Radio Society, which is my local club. We've uh, I've set up a Z Zello channel there, and it told us there were two people on that one. If I down arrow, Net selected. Network radios 104. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. So it's told me that there are currently 104 people connected to the network radios channel. So I'll go down a little bit further. GB7AB. That channel used to link to the CQ UK room, although I believe it doesn't anymore. So I have disconnected that one, which means it's still in my list. I can still go back to it, but I, I I'm not going to hear any traffic from it. Selected. Ham Radio Hub disconnected. The Ham Radio Hub. There's 22 people currently on the International Radio Network channel and so on. So I'm just using my up and down arrow to uh, connect to the channel that I want. Unfortunately, we're getting a little bit of extra verbiage there, but that's just the joys of talkback. So if I go up to the Network Radio's channel now, and I'm going to double tap my select button and it's activated the channel and you heard it say hold and talk. So I can now just hit my PTT button and I've got it set so that it gives me some sounds so that I know that I'm actually transmitting and I have network connectivity and so on. So if I key up. So you heard those two tones, that's the transmitting uh, tone and the tone that you get when you let your button up. So it's quite, you, and you can customize those to whatever you, whatever sounds you want. So that's really all there is to it with Zello. Add the channels. I would definitely, if you were going to start out, you probably add 00 and 03 as a start. And then you can flick between those. And uh, when you connect them, you'll hear the audio. Now, if you find it a little bit difficult, if you find the process of adding the channels a bit tedious, you can also download either the Zello app for your iPhone or the Zello desktop app, sign into it, add all your channels, and then sign out and then log in using your RT4. So if you don't want to do it from the touch screen and you'd rather do it from your PC keyboard, you can configure everything on the desktop and that configuration will follow you when you sign into other devices. Okay, so that might be an easier way if you don't want to have to navigate around the touch screen, you don't want to have to do the T9 text input on your network radio device. You can simply configure everything how you want it on your iPhone or the, or the desktop Zello app and um, and then, you know, log out of it. It will only allow you to sign in um, on one device at a time, so you need to log out of your 
Windows version and then log in on your network radio device and uh, Robert's your father's brother as it were, all of your configuration will come across. One thing I should have mentioned too about, uh, and I, I did briefly mention before that there are some commercial operators that use network radio and they use a version of Zello called Zello Work and it has sort of a dispatcher console and that kind of thing. So if you're downloading the Windows-based version, make sure it's just the normal Zello PTT app, not the work version, because you don't need the administrator console and all of that type of thing. Zello Work is the commercial version of the Zello platform. So having given you a little bit of an idea of uh, sort of how it works briefly, uh, I'm now going to give you a little bit of an audio demonstration of it. And uh, my mate Graham, 2E0SSL in the UK, has offered to help me with this today. And... Um, this will give you an idea of just how clear the audio is because, I mean, I know audio quality is a bit subjective, but I think that this is a lot clearer than DMR or Fusion, any of the other digital modes that I've tried. And again, that's not to denigrate them. They absolutely have their place. I love my DMR. I love my um, YSF and my YSX. I've got a, an FT70D here and a FDM100. All of those things have their place. But I do think that the audio quality on this is a lot better, obviously because it's, you know, you're not using any kind of uh, time division multiplexing or anything like that. So this will give you a little bit of an idea as best I can anyway, of uh, the audio quality that you get from this platform. 2E0 SSL, 2E0 SSL, are you about, Graham? VK4 FDPM calling. VK4 FDPM, I'm here. Good morning, or good afternoon, I should say, good evening. Yeah, good morning from me, good evening to you. Yeah, good morning to you, mate. Uh, how are things on your side of the globe this morning, Ever? Things are good. Um, overcast, uh, minus one. Uh, nothing to write home about. The same, it's the usual British weather, British winter. Um... So there you go. That gives you uh, a little bit of an idea of what it sounds like. And... Um... As I said, I've, I've had a lot of fun with this over the last couple of months. I've made some great friends on, uh, on Channel Zero. They're um, a friendly bunch. All, there's always sort of someone to talk to. No matter what time of the day you jump on, you'll generally get a response if you put out a call. The IRN is also, as I said, a very friendly bunch, and I've, I've enjoyed that as well. And I like the fact that I can, as I said, do Echo Link and Peanut and all of those other things, you know, all in the one device. So I hope that's given you a little bit of a, a taste for what network radio is, what it isn't, what the different hardware options might be and why you might want to um, give it a try. If you have any questions, I'm more than happy to try and answer them as best I can. You're welcome to drop me an email to damo, D-A-M-O at mushroomfm.com. That's D-A-M-O at mushroomfm.com. And uh, I'll do my best to answer your questions. Otherwise, I am on the uh, Blind Hams email list as well. I hope you found uh, some of this information useful. 73s, and we'll catch you next time. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and visit www.blindhams.com.